Take your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. I'm going to be preaching through Hebrews 11 now for until God tells me to quit, um, which could be a while. So, uh, and I don't mean today. I mean like literally through the next few weeks. A lot of you got nervous saying, I'm hungry. What's this dude about to do? <laughs> um, I want to preach on faith. I want to preach on what it means to live by faith. And I, I think this is so important important for us to understand because we struggle with faith. We do. Uh, I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm constantly on repeat with some of the things that I say, but please just bear with me as, as, I, as I talk about this. And some of you guys have already heard aspects of this, but it was two and a half years ago, going on two and a half years ago, the end of June when Logan was diagnosed, went in the hospital June 28th that morning. We were in ICU by that evening. Uh, by the end of the week, we were out of ICU. We were in the chemo unit on the 12th floor, highest dose of chemo, uh, intensive care people taking care of them. It was just, it was like a freight train ran into us. And my emotions were all up and down, and I was, I was dealing with it and stuff. And one of the things that got me through was the fact that I had so many people texting me. They, they were constantly texting me saying, Hey, just have faith and by faith and faith and faith and faith. And if there was a key word that I heard over and over and over again, it was faith. And I know faith. I, I, I'm saved by faith. I, I, I understand that concept of it. But even in the midst of that, I was like, well, what is faith? I mean, I was like, do I have enough faith? And I, I walked out of the hospital in front of Children's Hospital. There's like, a, there's like a park or there's trees and there's benches and things like that. And I remember just going for a walk, and I went down there, and I, I had my phone, and I just sat on a bench, and I called one of my pastor friends that I was sitting there, and I just said, I, I, I was shocked that they answered the phone, and he said, Tony, I've been praying for you. I wanted to reach out. I didn't know, what, you know if there was a good time with everything that you've been going through. And, and I said, and, I, and I'm broken. I'm, I'm just like weeping. I can barely sit, put the words out. And, he, and I said to him, I said, I don't know if I have enough faith that it's going to take for my son to be healed. Because that's, that's the way that we talk. Do you have enough faith? And you need enough faith. And uh, we, we quantify faith as it's something that I have to reach this level of. And thank God for Christians that speak into your life. And he said, Tony, that's not how faith works. It's not how it works. And he began to pour into me and speak. And I'll and I tell you, I've been wrestling with this. And, 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 and I, like, I, I study these. I, I have, I, Jenny, Jenny can tell you on my nightstand, I have a stack of books like this that are all on faith and prayer and what does it take and, and then moving mountains and all these other things that we say all the time. It's, it's confusing. And I don't think God meant for it to be confusing. I think we confuse it because we, we interpret things according to what I think it is or what, how, I, how I interpret it from a song or a meme or, or somebody giving me their opinion. But rather than going to God's word and truly getting a grasp of what faith is, it's one of the most basic things. There's a passage in the Bible where Jesus was with the disciples and they were in the boat and we studied it in the book of Mark, but in the book of Matthew, it's the same story. And they were going across the sea and the storm was there and Jesus was sleeping in the boat and they woke up Jesus and they said, do you not care that we perish? He stood up. He said, peace be still. And he said these words to him. And he saith unto them, why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Okay. They didn't have enough faith. Jesus is talking another time. And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, 
If ye have faith, the grain of a mustard seed, ye shall say to this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall be removed, for nothing shall be impossible unto you. We're like, okay, one passage is, all you need is this much, and the other one is, oh, ye of little faith. Is it, well, if they, if they just had a little faith, they should have been able to move a mountain. Is anybody with me this morning? Yeah. Okay, just, if, if you've got it all figured out, we'll just schedule you to preach next Sunday. <laughs> I'll, I'll sit down. Write a book, I'm buying it. All right. Uh, but we struggle with these things. And it's not that God meant for it to be confusing. It's just a matter of we struggle with interpreting these things or understanding what the application is. It's, we, we, we view it almost like a superpower or something or a video game. You know, when you're going through and you get the coins or the whatever, the blocks or whatever, and you're trying to build up their faith. And it's like, if I have enough faith, I can charge through whatever's coming. It's like, because I've got faith, buddy. I've, I, I, I'm, I'm at that level. I'm ready to do this thing. Is it really about us? Man, I hope not. Because I'm constantly struggling. I'm constantly failing. And it's just, there's this dad in the Bible that reigned the Jesus. And his son had this demon. And he's struggling. And the, 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 the dad runs to Jesus and says, man, he throws himself in the fire. And he does all these things to constantly harm himself. And there's this demonic oppression that he was dealing with. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears. So I want you to get the emotion of it. It's not like, this is a great doctrinal discussion, Jesus. I'm glad I came to you as the Messiah. Speak wonders unto me. It's not like that. He said with tears as he's broken and he's, he's crying through this. He said, I believe. But help my unbelief. Now, that's a dude I understand. That's somebody that I, I, I can grab onto. That, that's, that, that, that's a truth. That's a story that I'm like, all right, that guy I get. It's like, I believe that you can do it, but man, I don't know why I believe, but I struggle with this. He said with tears. So the question, are there levels of faith? Can I lose my faith? Is, is, is it trusting? Is it more than trusting? Faith is an action. Faith is a feeling. Faith comes from the inside. Faith is, oh, sometimes I have it and sometimes I don't. If you don't believe that, just wait till you're in a storm. Wait, wait, wait till everything is falling apart and you begin to question and Satan begins whispering in your ear. And I, I feel like we should be like the apostles. When Jesus was teaching them and he's talking to them about their walk with him. And he says in Luke chapter 17 verse 5. And the apostles said unto him, Lord, increase our faith. And again, that almost sounds like, like help us go from level 60 to level 70. It's not, that's not what he meant. That's not what they meant. So last week we did this study in the book of Romans. And I, I just want to show you. We we're talking about... That it's, it's faith that moves us forward. It's faith that got us to where we're at. It's only faith. And, and we've read that, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For the, therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. 
Just like we were talking about, Pastor Denoff came here, Mrs. Denoff came here, and by faith, and then they passed it down to the next generation, and now we're preaching the gospel, and we've got it, we pass it on. Hebrews 11 is all about them passing on the gospel. It's all about that. Because then he says, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. The just is the justified or made right by the blood of Jesus Christ. That's who the just is. So for every single one of us, it's not an option. It's not something we do. It's not just something we pick up and like, oh, this is cool, but I've lost my faith today. Or I don't have enough faith. Or I better carry this into the situation. He literally says that the just shall live by faith the same way that a car should move if it has gas. Take out the gas. It is useless. It's a giant paperwork. It cannot work without the gas. Christians cannot please God without faith. And if that is the truth, we better understand it. And it can't be one of those things that we just scratch our heads going, I, I, I think I get it, I don't. And, and, and trust me, I'm going through this and I'm wrestling with this with you guys. But in that passage in Romans, it's one of three times that it says it in the New Testament. It originated in the book of Habakkuk. And in that time, they were wrestling with their faith and they were going through difficulties. So it's in Romans, but it's also in the book of Hebrews. Now, I know we're getting into Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, and we're going to study through this passage. Let me back up a little bit, and let's just look at Hebrews 10, 38. And it says, and the just shall live by faith. It says it again, it's, this, is, this is how you live. This is how salvation comes. It's not, we'll get there, but if a man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. If you're going to listen for any one of us, when we come to things in our lives, then we begin to back up and God says, no, I can't, I can't use you. Every one of them in Hebrews 11 that we're going to hear the stories about it, it's because they took a step of faith. God cannot use us. God cannot use us. God cannot use us as a church or as individuals if we don't know what it means to walk by faith. It's not an option. So we get to chapter 11, 40 verses 40 verses. The question that we're answering right now is, what is faith? I need to know this. I I, I need to know if if I'm going to live by this and it's not what I have, then help me understand what is faith. And I'll be honest today, you're going to walk out of here not fully understanding what faith is. (laughs) You're going to be like, then what did you do all week when you were preparing this message? (laughs) 40 verses. That God literally says, I'm going to give you a principle. And then God goes all the way around it with chapter, chapter 11, verse 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, all the way down to 40. And he says, we're going to circle this thing. And I'm going to constantly throw out illustrations for you to understand this is what faith is. Because I promise you, it doesn't matter if you're here today, you were a Christian. If you go to church, you don't go to church. If you've been in church your whole life, we all struggle with this principle. So with this this passage in Hebrews 11.1, 1, and really I'm just going to break apart one verse and then we're going to pick it up next week. But he says, now the faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, let's just be honest. I'm just going to be real with you, okay? People will come up to it and be like, what is faith? Well, confident as Christians like, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And then they'll say the words, well, what does that mean? You'll be like, well, it's the, it's the substance and it's hoped for because I hope for the substance, but it's the evidence. The evidence is thing you can see, but you can't see it. But I've got the evidence that you can see it. So it's these, like, I don't know what that verse means. And I'm just being honest. I, I, 
I, I've been in church my whole life, and I still, when I got to this, I, I started interviewing people. I started walking around and say, Hebrews 11.1, 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What does that mean? They go, well, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like it's so important, then why can't we explain it? Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So we're going to break this down. We're just going to scratch the surface of this and we're going to pick it up on next week. So I'm telling you, at the end of this, it's going to be to be continued. So come back next week. Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith. Just stop right there. Now faith. Just take that word faith right there, okay? Faith. What is faith? It's used 243 times as a noun in the, in the Greek in the New Testament. So this is what faith is. If we're going to take the word definition of this, faith is a moral conviction. It is a conviction or being convinced in your heart of religious truth. It's being convinced in your heart of the truthfulness of God. Especially in reliance upon Christ for salvation. It's assurance. It's belief. It's to believe. The root word means to conceive. To rely on something. So all of a sudden we're going to see that it's not so much what I have, but what I step into. It's not so much what I believe, but what I believe in. Because we make it about us. If we make it about us and we're made of feelings, then my faith is going to be all over the place. I'm going to be, man, I can conquer the world and move that mountain. The next day I'm like, I can't move pebbles. Okay, I'm just being honest. I'm just stuck. And this is part of understanding faith. This is just the beginning. And so faith is confidence and trust. At the very beginning of this, faith is just simply confidence and trust. And just so you know, every single person that's living and breathing in this room right now, you live by faith. So no, I don't. Yeah, oh, yes, you do. Every single one of us. Every single one of us lives with confidence and trust in things. We all have faith. If you're driving and you come to a bridge that takes you up over water. Have any of you been on a trip before and you come to something like this? Okay, and, and you're, you're sitting back and going, wow, that might be 100 feet in the air, 150 feet in the air. I mean, if, if it's ground underneath, I, if it fell, I, I would die. If it's water underneath, we're going to crash. You're looking in the back seat. I've got all my kids in the back seat. You know, I, 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 I mean, there's just, and all of a sudden you're going to take a car that weighs hundreds of pounds and put it on that bridge and go over the bridge the thing is, you go over the bridge because something inside of you tells you that you can trust the bridge. That's faith. Actually, a lot of times, if you've ever been going down 71 and you're going to like Cincinnati or whatever, you go over the bridge, you guys know what I'm talking about in those areas, nobody stops, like gets out, goes over there and looks at the bridge and like kicks the side of it, and takes pictures of it, Googles the reviews of the bridge, you know. We don't do that. We just go over the bridge. Why? Because I have confidence in the bridge. I've been over the bridge. Other cars have been over the bridge. I trust in the bridge. That's faith. At the very foundation of it is trust and confidence in something. So let's say, let's switch the scenario. Let's say you're going through the woods. You're on a journey. Let's say you're at Old Man's Cave or something like that. You come across a different kind of bridge. And let's say it's this kind of bridge. And you're out there and you're thinking, you're looking at it going, ah, uh, it looks a little rotted. Like, I, I, I've not seen anybody else cross it. I mean, it looks a little, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it looks like it could hold this. And most of us in here would be like, nope, I'm not crossing that bridge. You say, why is that? 
I don't have faith or I don't have confidence or I don't have assurance in that bridge. So let's just go by our humanistic, the way that we do faith, okay? Faith is I'm going to stand at the beginning of that bridge and go, if I just have enough faith, that bridge is going to hold me up. I just, I'm going to do this. I'm, you know, I, I have the faith. I have the faith. We're going to put our AirPods and we're going to listen to music about faith. Man, faith, let's go faith, 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 faith. Let me ask you, if you do any of that, you build yourself up with faith, is it going to change that? So faith truly is not about what you have. Faith is about what you trust in. So all of a sudden, we're trying to figure out is if I grow my faith, it's a matter of I'm psyching myself up or it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to And that's how we do a lot of times when it comes to faith. No, it's a matter of understanding if God is the bridge, I can have confidence no matter when he tells me to step on it. Faith is not about quantifying what you have in your heart and mind when it comes to who you are, this faith level that you have, it's about what you trust in. That's the difference. This is, this is where we understand that we live by faith all the time. If you've ever been on an airplane, you live by faith. Take a tin can. Literally, the walls are like this thick. Literally, they're like that thick. They've got these wings that literally flop as you're, I mean, not like flop like a bird. You know what I mean. I mean, like they're... But I mean, it's like it's just held together by bolts and screws and you get in that thing and you trust the pilot. You have faith and you execute faith every time you do something. You go to the doctor and get a prescription. You're walking out and the wife says, what did they prescribe to you? You say, I have no idea. I can't read it. I can't read any of this. Then you give it to a pharmacist and he, he, he fulfills that and he gives it back to you. You just pop it in your mouth. How do you know it's not going to kill you? You're like, well, I just, I just trust my doctor. I trust the pharmacy. That's faith. We all live by putting faith and confidence in other things. But it goes deeper than this. If that's just where we left it, Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the substance of things hoped for. The substance literally means something tangible. Faith has substance to it. That bridge has substance to it. It's, it's something tangible. And I think a lot of times for us as Christians, like they're just a bunch of weirdos that believe in some God that they can't see. And I think a lot of us, you know, the, the, we've heard those things where people come up and like, how do you know there is a God? How do you know the Bible is true? How do you know that's just blind faith? I'm going to tell you, as for us as Christians and people that know God, we do not live by blind faith. We don't. And I'll prove it at the end of this message. We do not, the substance in this passage, the first aspect of that word means assurance or confidence. It kind of combines with the faith. Faith is or is the confidence that we have in what? Second part of that, that substance means to set underneath or build a foundation. It's two words coming together. It, it, it's not just that faith is substance, but faith is the substance of which we put our, build our faith on or build our steps on or what we step onto. It's the confidence that we have. The same way that you put your faith in the bridge, you are putting your faith in something that is tangible, something that is stable, something that is strong, something that's never let people down, that it brings the hope for, is for the, the substance of things hoped for. What is the hope for? I need to go to the other side. So I'm going to put my faith in something that is strong, that I, something that I'm confident in. The question is, what are we putting our confidence in? Here's where it gets into 
See, if I'm going to increase my faith and my confidence is in the foundation of this, then I'm actually putting my faith into what he says. This is our foundation of our faith. It's not just blindly, and this is where a lot of people believe or, or get confused with. They'll do things like, oh, like, I truly believe I've got so much faith that God's going to make the sky purple today. Okay, where are you finding that? What are you, what are you stepping in? What is your confidence in to believe that? Well, I just believe with all my heart. No, no, no. We can have a lot of faith in a lot of things that we put up with emotions and feelings, but you're not putting your faith in something that is concrete. See, the Bible is telling us that where we do by faith is we step into something that's confident, and that is the Word of God. See, what faith is, if God is the bridge, and that's what I'm putting my faith in to carry me to the other side, it's not about the size of your faith. It is about the size of your God. The more I trust in God, the more I'll run across the bridge. But if I don't know him, I'm going to step back and go, I don't know if that will hold me up. It's because you don't know him. See, I can put it like this. Faith is simply trusting and obeying what God says. That's what faith is. Faith is trusting, obeying what God says. Let, let me illustrate this. By faith, Noah being warned of God, this is verse 7, of things not seen as yet. Moved with fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his house. So the idea of this is the fact that God said this. And he trusted God, so he began to build a boat when there was no rain. That's the evidence of things hoped for, the, or the, the substance of things not seen, or the evidence of things not seen. He didn't even know, but he trusted in God like he trusted in the bridge. And when God said, the author of life, the creator of life said, do this, Noah said, okay, I'm going to do that because I'm trusting what you said, not in how I feel, because if I'm going in how I feel, I'm going to be like, there's no rain, this is stupid. We don't trust in ourselves. And he says this, Hebrews 11.1, 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This is what separates things. And I know a lot of these things, I'm just tapping these things on the head as we go. We'll dig into this as we go. But faith is trust in what you can't see. It's trust in what you can't see for the evidence of things not seen. Of conviction, I can, I can see... I, a lot of times we're just simply, I'll, I'll step on the bridge if you can guarantee me if I know that it's going to work out. But you think about the whole Bible was written in this context of this. It's like when God said to do something, I can't see how it's going to go. Take, I'll take, take uh, Peter stepping out of the boat. As Peter is standing there and he's like scared and, and nothing makes sense around him. The waves are crashing and up and down and it's things. And, and, and he gets there and on the other side of it, Jesus is standing there, standing on that, which doesn't make sense. And Jesus says the words to him, Peter, come. Now the thing is, I'm not putting my faith in that because that makes no sense to me. Your finances make no sense to you. Your kid getting sick with cancer makes no sense to you. Stepping forward and moving forward as a church and back when Pastor and Mrs. Denoff came and they didn't have the money, the people were like, that makes no sense. But I'm listening to the one that I put my confidence in him. My, my faith that I'm building up is not the confidence in me. It's my confidence in him because if he says that to come, my God doesn't fail. He'll never let me down. And it doesn't have to add up. I just have to put my faith and trust in the substance of the word of God that has proven itself to be true. 
when Abraham trusted God with Isaac, and it's a crazy story that reaches into the heart of a father. Take your son, thine only son Isaac, and place him on the altar. It doesn't make sense. But the Bible says in, in, in Genesis 12, 2, and it says, I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thee thy name great, and thou shalt be the blessing. He was putting his confidence in saying, this doesn't make sense whatsoever, but God said that he's going to bless me, so therefore I will obey, and I'll take this step because I'm putting my faith and confidence in what he said, not what I see. That is faith. Let me illustrate this to you. I think around us, verse three ties us in so well because in life we're thinking that it's just blind faith, it's just blind faith. It's just like you're believing in words. You believe in a book that was written hundreds of years ago by a bunch of people that are just man and fallible and how do you know? Can I prove it to you as the Bible gets into verse three and says, this is how you can know. It says through faith, confidence in God, confidence in his word, we understand that the worlds were framed by the words of God so that the things which are seen, which is all around us, were not made of things which do appear. This is what God is saying. The substance of our faith that we have all around us is the sunrise and the sunset. That there was a God at the beginning of time that said the words, let there be light. And because the words of God were powerful of what I stand on, there was light. It's not because of what I do. It's because I trust in who he is. And all around us, God is constantly portraying to us. When you look up, there is a God. He's constantly saying to us, the heavens declare the glory of God and the world shows his handiwork. We say, is there a God? Show me the substance. Is there a God that I can believe in? Show me the substance to it. Just look up to the stars. Look at the mountains. Look at a newborn baby. Look at the, look at the animals that God created. God's constantly saying, I'm not blind faith. I'm not stepping into something that doesn't make sense. God proved to us over and over and over and over again. There is a God. He is the creator. He's the author of your life. He is the one that made everything and you can trust him. You know how I know? Because by the world, the world what's framed by the words of God. I know who I am and I know where he's taken me and I know what he said because I step into his word. There's a warning to this. The creation is such a visual of the power of God that there was a God. It's a visual that there's a powerful source out there that it goes beyond mother nature. And God said in Romans, for the invisible things of him, which is God, say, is there a God from creation of the world are clearly seen. You can see a sunrise. You can see how the sun is close enough to keep me warm, but not close enough to where it's gonna burn me up. I can see how the world works in perfect sync. I can see how there's enough water to fall to make the grass grow, but there's not enough to where it creates a flood and there's a perfect harmony for every single day of life. I see how the world brings forth plants that I can eat, but God is supplying our needs through what he does. And no matter what we get confused in this world, we just look up to the stars and they build telescope after telescope after telescope, looking into the stars just to create and realize that there is more, there is more, there is more. And God's creation goes beyond your understanding. Being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead so that they are without excuse. No one, listen to my voice, no one will go before God and say, I didn't know you existed. And 
God, I sh- God says to us, I showed you through my handiwork constantly that there was something greater in this world and you ignored it time and time again. The heavens declare the glory of God. Salvation for us is not a blind step of faith. It's understanding that Jesus Christ came and he died for us and there's sin in this world, but he came to die to pay this penalty of our sin. You say, how do I know that? in the word of God, but the only way to receive it is I step into what he says. I claim what he says. I receive in confidence that I can see by the world around me that there is a God, that he loves me, he cares for me. Stacy McMunn standing on this stage today and many of the other testimonies that you're going to hear after this is testimony that look at this. God is a God that changes lives. This is the evidence. This is the substance. This is the proof. The question is, will you step into it? And that will, will be filled with people that heard the gospel that never made a response to it. The Bible says, for by grace are you saved through faith. You did not earn it. It is grace, but you are saved by faith. Do you know why it is about increasing our faith and it's also about just the grain of a mustard seed? Because with every aspect of it, this is what it takes. Stepping onto the bridge. And when it comes to salvation, it's not what you do. It's not the good works that you have in your life. It's literally believing, you know what? God spoke to my heart. I need Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. I accept you as my personal Savior. It's that simple. But have you done it?